Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima and I am your host. This is a Christian podcast where I will be discussing on a regular basis books that I am currently reading. (laughs) I am a wife to Omar. I'm a mother. I'm a soon-to-be former home educator. I'm a former student. I have a master's in theology and I love, and I mean I love to read Christian authors, Christian leadership books, anything that can just help uh, me grow closer to God. And I love to share that with others. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And I pray that the books that I share will be a blessing to you and will draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We are finishing up chapter four of this wonderful book called Total Forgiveness by R.T. Kendall. And we've been talking through this chapter about playing God and how when we um, have a critical spirit and a judgmental spirit, we are wanting um, there to be justice. And of course, who doesn't want justice? But we are are not allowing God to be God and let him take care of situations that we are a part of that hurt us. And so... We have been talking the last two episodes, you know, when we have a judgmental spirit or critical spirit, and when you you cannot live in total forgiveness, when you have these spirits, when you are um, critical, when you point fingers, when you um, think that what someone has done, they're not going to get away with it. Um, And so we just, that's showing right there that you have not allowed yourself to live in total forgiveness. You still want that person to be punished for what they have done to you. And as I say on almost every episode, we have to um, get to points of understanding that sometimes things happen as misunderstandings. Sometimes we are the cause to the hurt that we're enduring, but we're not willing to look at ourselves. Um, But sometimes people do hurt you because they're hurting themselves. I mean, I'm sure you've heard the saying, hurting people hurt people. And um, some people are just mean. Some people are just rude. Some people are just that way. And quite frankly, um, sometimes those people are that way and they don't think that there anything's wrong with them. They think that's normal behavior. And so, but it is hurtful to the person on the receiving end, but they don't even know what they're doing because they don't realize their behavior. Um, they just think it's normal. So um, there's so much involved, you know, when people hurt us. But what I've learned reading this book is that we spend way too much time emotionally invested in people who hurt us. We spend way too much time there. Um, we kind of, we begin to lose sight of just living and enjoying the things that God wants us to do because we stay emotionally attached, uh, to people who've hurt us. Um, when in reality, they're not even thinking about us more than likely. Um, they don't even know what they've done. They're not thinking about us. They probably said something rude and they've moved on with their life. And yet we're still sitting here, excuse me, extremely upset with them. So um, this final part of this book talks about, um, it starts off talking about jealousy. And he says that, um, uh, page 114, jealousy is one of the hardest things on earth for you to see in yourself. And he says, because most of us uh, do not want to admit that we are jealous in, in any way. We wouldn't want to admit the fault. Um, we will, we will deny it for, deny it for as long as we can is what he says. 
Um, he says that jealousy sometimes springs up from the fear that the person won't get justice. We want mercy for ourselves and justice for others. So he says that um, jealousy is one of the ways that we, it comes up as well. Criticism, judgmental, and being jealous. And not just jealous of a person just because of the way they look or the car they drive or anything like that. He's saying it's jealousy of the fact that they're not going to get away with this. Excuse me, they're going to get away with this. You're... You are upset that and jealous that they're seriously going to get away with this. They're going to do what they did and nothing's going to happen to them. So I never thought of jealousy that way, you know, for me. When I think of jealousy, I think of, like I just said, things that are like things you can see, you know, people's homes, the clothes they wear, their job. I mean, we become jealous of those types of things. And reading this book, I never thought of jealousy in terms of... um. Um, I might be jealous because this person is going to get away with what they have done. They're just going to keep living and get not, not that I want things to happen to them, <laughs> but they're just going to keep um, enjoying their life, if you will. And um, nothing is going to happen to them. So he says that we, we can become jealous of that. And I just think that's something to ponder, consider that, you know, are you jealous of, the person who hurt you, does it bother you that they they probably will get away with this as far as you're concerned? Um, and to think about that and to think about making sure you don't stay camped out uh, in that area. But he reminds us on page 115, the author, that, you know, again, it is God who will take care of things at his timing and not at our timing. And it's not up to us to want to see uh, people get hurt or get what get what they they deserve what's coming to them it's not up to us and we don't want to live with that state so he's sharing the story of Nathan and David if you under if you know the story in the bible of king david king david um had an affair with bathsheba and then to cover up his sin uh he had her husband killed and it was one of his best military fighters um or military men i should say um who he had killed uh, to cover up his sin. Um, and so he basically, you know, did well, David is, and also if you don't know the story of David in the Bible, David was described by God as a man after his own heart. I mean, the Psalms, there's so many Psalms that are written by David, King David in agony when, uh, the, the king, uh, the king prior to him, King Saul was trying to kill him, uh, hunting him down, trying to kill him. And so many Psalms that you read in the Bible are from King David, who is just crying out to God, crying out to God to save him, to help him. Um, and so, but David is also King David, who <clears throat> had an affair with Bathsheba and had her husband killed um, to, to hide his sin. So when Nathan came to him, the author says it, um, Nathan, Nathan was a prophet, Nathan, actually, I should say. Um, went to David to talk to him about what happened. But it says on page 115, David, uh, Nathan did not go to David the day after this happened or even a week. Okay. And so David probably thought, oh, he gotten away with it. But it was two years later that Nathan went to the prophet David and said, uh, the prophet Nathan went to King David and said he wanted to speak to him. He said, David, I need to say something to you. I need to talk to you. And that's when Nathan uh, gives David this, um, 
you know, little story. He says on, on page, uh, well, it's in Second Samuel 12, 4, it says, Now a traveler came to a rich man, but the rich man refrained from taking one of his own sheep or cattle to prepare a meal for the traveler who came, who came to come to him, who came to him. Instead, he took the ewe lamb that belonged to the poor man and prepared it for the one who had come to him. And you're sitting here reading the rest of this book, and then David burned with anger toward this rich man and pronounced a sentence of gross injustice, you know, like taking this, taking this from this poor man. And David's like, that's horrible. Oh my goodness, it's horrible. What happened? And, you know, he's, and he says that the man, that man deserves to die. <laughs> this is what David said. You know, he's listening to the story that the prophet Nathan tells him and David's just burning with anger. He says, that man should die for what he did. Okay. That's what David says. Um, and so, uh, but Nathan says, but David, you are the man. Okay. It's in the Bible. He says, you are the man. Now, David didn't understand. It took him a minute to get it. Nathan was basically reminding David what he had done. You seduced this woman who was really minding her own business, really. Um, you seduced her. She was married. Um, you had an affair with her. Then you had her husband, um, one of your best military men. You had him killed to hide what you did. Okay. So basically the point of that story, why this is in this chapter is for us to understand that God will, um, uh, he will have, he's the one who will have justice. Um, then Nathan pronounced the judgment on, on David. He said, the, the sword will never depart your house. And if you read the rest of David's life, David continued to be king. But if you read the rest of David's life, uh, his, his, his sons, there was problems with his sons. There was a constant turmoil. Okay. David remained King David. He remained King David, but the, his home, his home life, it was one thing after the other. If you just continue reading, it was never the same. So basically the author is saying God is the one who will um, pronounce judgment. He is the one we are not supposed to look and seek vengeance on people. And we're not even supposed to think, you know, have these horrible thoughts on people. Okay. It, that is God because you are still, as we said, it's, it's, it's a few ch chapters earlier, you are still holding them hostage when you have poor thoughts on people. You know, and the author reminds us at the top of page 118 that we may forget the sins which we have been forgiven, but God does not forget those sins. God is gracious to us. Um, so he's, he's saying that to say, remember, God is forgiving you of your sins. So, um, you know, don't hold people hostage uh, in, in your minds, because when you do that, you're still, you're not living in total forgiveness. You're still wanting them to you still want there to be something to happen to them um for what they did and so you wouldn't want somebody you know wanting something bad to happen to you so just make sure that you're not holding people hostage still in your mind don't speak it even in your home um one of the things that we have to learn how to do is to try not to say uh bad things about people um because you know even in your you, not that you just want to always make sure you're in in your home speaking kindly of people. For example, it says here on page 118, Ecclesiastes 10, 
20, do not revile the king even in your thoughts or curse the rich man in your bedroom because a bird of the air may carry your words and a bird on, and a bird on the wings may report what you say. And that's basically saying, be careful of your thoughts too. Be careful even in your home, the words you're saying, the words you're speaking of someone um, who's hurt you. You still want to have wonderful, caring thoughts about those people in the privacy of your own home, the privacy of your own thoughts, because that is when you can live in freedom. And that is when you can um, have begin to have total forgiveness. Okay, so take that verse, Ecclesiastes 10, 20 to heart. Be careful what you're saying inside your home, um, in your thoughts. You cannot have total forgiveness if you still have very bad, poor thoughts of people, even, you know, even when you're alone. So that whole chapter, um, talks about, you know, you know, reminding us that we don't have to judge others. We don't have to be critical. And we, we, it shows jealousy when we, when we, um, we think people won't get away with what they're done. God is the one who will, um, deal with situations at his timing. Just be focused on blessing those people, forgiving those people, and living in total forgiveness every day. All right, so I'm going to leave us with that, and we will start Chapter 5. Thank you for joining me on this episode, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Currently Reading. I pray it has been a blessing to you, and I hope it has drawn you closer to Jesus Christ. The way you can support Currently Reading is by following and sharing it with your friends and family. See you on the next episode.